0: Welcome back to another episode of the Frankfurt Link. I am Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Link NKY. I am coming to you from Covington, Kentucky, the home of Link NKY headquarters. The Frankfurt Link is sponsored by Roebling Solutions.
1: Link NKY keeps our community updated on policy and political changes with our boots on the ground reporting. However, it can be overwhelming determining how your organization should respond in an ever-changing political climate. Roebling Solutions led by Shane Nome uses a decade of experience and relationships working with all levels of government to help their clients achieve specific policy and political goals. Whether it's Statehouse or courthouse, Roebling Solutions will help you bridge business and policy.
0: In late June, the part of the bill that bans gender-affirming care for children will go into effect in Kentucky. Last week, the Northern Kentucky Pride Center held a town hall in Covington in opposition of the recently passed Senate Bill 150. Bonnie Meyer co-chairs and helped open Northern Kentucky Pride on Pike Street in 2021 after serving as the founding director of the Northern Kentucky University's Office of LGBTQ Programs and Services. She said it's important for the community in Northern Kentucky to have the conversation about the bill because northern kentucky supports those in the lgbtq plus community and the bill doesn't represent those in the region
2: I mean, I think that the, the thing about Northern Kentucky is that we, we really are a place where we want LGBTQ plus people, but we want all people to thrive. Right. We want people to feel like they belong here in Northern Kentucky. So if we just take a step away from, from that policy for a minute, we think about the impact that that makes. We think just very specifically about what it does to, to our community. Um, you know, I, I was uh, at NKU for nine years. I was the founding director of the Office of LGBTQ Programs and Services there when I left that university um, about a year and a half ago, 25% of the student population was self-disclosing uh, that they were part of the LGBTQ plus community. So if we even start thinking about the people that we want to retain in our area, when we start thinking about the business case, uh, when we start thinking about the uh, the fact that we want people to stay here in Kentucky, we don't want them to cross the river uh, to Ohio, we want to keep our people here. Um, but so really, the point of the conversation tonight was about the attack that we saw Frankfurt take yeah. on LGBTQA plus people, particularly <laughs> our transgender youth. We have a thriving LGBTQA plus community here in northern Kentucky. We're standing in Covington right now, where we're celebrating 20 years of, of fairness, the first ban on conversion therapy for minors, and a city administration that says, we support you, and you belong here. Uh, so to have people in Frankfurt make decisions about a community that they have, really no idea about, to make decisions about a community that they're not part of uh, and the harm that this will do to LGBTA kids, which I think we heard, you know, quite a bit about that tonight and what we can expect to be if, if we can't stop this. So really um, here at the center uh, and, and the mission is to get the word out and to connect people to resources and to continue to have these conversations or be you know see how this goes. Um, we want our LGBTQA plus people to know that they belong. We want our trans community, um, our our trans kids, um, our trans um, you know, community members to, to know that they're supported here in Northern Kentucky. We're going to continue the work, continue to, to host conversations, um, and pull together resources. And we will do everything we can to make sure that the folks are are here in Northern Kentucky and, and feel like we have the support um, from from several different city um, officials behind us, um, from community organizations, just in general, okay. that this is not who we are. This is who we we are as Kentuckians. We know that this isn't what Kentuckians wanted in Frankfurt. So we'll win. <laughs> we'll win in the long run.
0: The town hall came and missed a busy week around politics and the lawsuit filed by the American Civil Liberties Union, Kentucky, over the bill. The ACLU Kentucky filed an injunction last week that seeks to block the portion of the bill that bans children under the age of 18 from receiving gender-affirming care, such as the ban on puberty blockers, gender-affirming surgery, or hormones. The ACLU of Kentucky filed suit against the bill in early May and said at the time they would seek injunctive relief. The lawsuit specifically addresses part four of the law that bans gender affirming care such as hormones and surgery. The other portions of the law that prohibits schools from teaching sexual orientation or gender identity in classrooms and forcing transgender students to use the bathroom that aligns with their biological sex and allowing teachers to dead name transgender children are not included in the lawsuit. The rhetoric around the anti-LGBTQ plus community heated up last week on social media when Representative Josh Calloway, a Republican from Irvington, posted a YouTube video with a description where he said that the LGBTQ plus community is a disease. Callaway further reiterated his statements by saying that the LGBTQ plus community and gender ideology is spreading on social media, though he changed the caption on the video. The conversation played out in the Republican primary for governor when candidate Kelly Craft and her running mate, Senator Max Weiss, a Republican from Campbellsville and Senate Bill 150's primary sponsor, campaigned on anti-trans rhetoric. Speaking at the town hall last week, Chris Hartman, the executive director of the Fairness Campaign, said that Kelly Craft is the whole reason that the bill even exists.
1: Banning gender-affirming care, of course, is the crux of Senate Bill 150. They did take out mental health care. Mental health care was originally in the bill. That language was stricken. So, arguably, you still can't access for your youth gender-affirming mental health care. I already mentioned doctors will lose their medical license if they provide care under the law should it go into effect. And there's a 30 year statute of limitations if you claim that you have been harmed by your parents or a physician you can sue for up to 30 years if if that is the case under Senate Bill 150. And of course then the anti- Trans school provisions were dumped into the bill as well uh, at the last minute. Some of these weren't even debated at all in the state capitol this year. They voted on provisions that they had not read, they had not debated, and that they had not heard from their constituents on at all. So the first one is the pronoun portion of the bill, which of course is courtesy of Senator Max Wise, who was Kelly Kraft's running mate. And is the chief reason, I mean I want to be very clear, Kelly Kraft. I would argue, is the chief reason Mm -hmm. that we have Senate Bill 150. Because she told Max Wise that he had to pass his anti-trans bill, Senate Bill 150. And they didn't care what was inside it. They just needed the bill number Mm -hmm. to become law. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, when everything else got dumped into it, Max Wise was going to go along with whatever they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so they added all of the school provisions. So teachers can technically misgender or misname students regardless of a parent's wishes. Some courts had already ruled that that was already kind of the case, that teachers have the freedom of speech to not use correct pronouns and names. Uh, I would argue that in schools that are already supportive and affirming of trans students, nothing's going to change. But in schools where trans students are not respected currently and are not treated with dignity, that it's going to stay the same or potentially get worse. Of course, the bill censors all discussion of LGBTQ plus topics from kindergarten through senior year of
0: high school. The fight over the law will play out in the courts over the summer and into the coming months. That's it for this week on the Frankfurt Link. I am Mark Payne, the politics and government reporter for Lincoln KY.
1: Now that you're up to date on this week's happenings in Frankfort, head over to roblingsolutions.com and schedule time to evaluate your organization's lobbying and governmental needs. They're here to help you bridge business and policy as well as bridge Northern Kentucky with Frankfort.